Welcome to Idgits and Aspects. I'm Rochelle. And I'm Lynn. And today we are talking about Season 1, Episode 12, called Faith. We start with Sam and Dean pulling up to an old abandoned house. They start getting weapons out of the trunk, and Dean pulls out some tasers. Uh, Sam asks him what he's got them amped up to, and Dean replies, 100,000 volts. He says he wants this raw head extra freaking crispy. Ugh, okay, I have... (laughs) So, 100,000 volts is like scary strength because let me just tell you what I'm not proud of this moment (laughs) but one time (laughs) I was out in the field with the horses and they have like cattle grade fencing uh, or electric wire going out there because it used to be like a cattle farm right so Mm -hmm. it's higher than what you would need for a horse so if they back their butt up against that it's gonna tell them yeah and they're gonna know like it's not gonna kill them or anything but right um so I was out there you know, going along my happy way, scrubbing buckets out there in, like, the big trough. It's, like, this big metal trough that had a bunch of water in it still, and I, like, kind of had my hand in it, like, scrubbing all the stuff out. Wasn't paying attention to where my butt was going. Uh-huh. <laughs> and as I'm leaning over this metal container with my hand in the water, light my butt on fire oh, with no. this electric fence. I thought I was going to die, right? Because I'm like, <gasps> you know, I'm like, I swear it stopped my heart. Like, I'm oh, ready to drink And I was like, this is gonna be and it was my first day out there like doing this right and so I'm like this is gonna be so embarrassing (laughs) (laughs) also I think I'm gonna die out here (laughs) because like it was like a weird like (gasps) you know yeah gosh you know yeah so uh and that uh, cattle fencing is like two to three thousand volts Mm -hmm. not a hundred thousand like that would hurt so (laughs) bad so like did you fall over like, what I mean, happened? I kind of, like, doubled over a little bit. I didn't fall over, mm-hmm. but I kind of, like, hit it, and then I, like, jumped up, and so I wasn't, like, on the, you know, oh, okay. my hand in the water and all that. Because, okay, water and electricity yeah. don't go together. That's and how you die. in a metal bucket. Right. <laughs> I'm like, ah! Oh, my God. <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> Those oh. things shouldn't be next to each other. Well, I mean, you don't want to put the water buckets in the middle of a field somewhere, you know? It's kind of got to be around the edges Also, it has to be where the hose can reach it. Yeah. So you can refill it. But still, I'm not proud, but it happened. (laughs) I'm so glad you're not dead. (laughs) Me too. Yeah. So, um, Sam and Dean bust into the house. (laughs) And they do it all X-Files style with their, like, flashlights and guns, like, with their wrists crossed. It was just, like, it was a pretty classic X-Files scene. I appreciated that. Um, They walk down into the basement and find a couple of kids hiding in an old cupboard. Sam asks the kids if it's still here, and they nod yes. Poor babies having to hide in an armoire to, like, get away from the (laughs) uh, Sam gets the kids back up the stairs, but on the way, a hand reaches through the stairs and grabs Sam's ankle, and he tumbles Ah! back down the stairs. (laughs) Not good. That is fucked up. Those kind of stairs where it's just like like a board for a step so you can like... You know, mm-hmm. reach through the back of them. I don't like those. Oh God, I don't like those. Those are always like in basements of horror movies. <laughs> know. You know, it oh. can never be a solid staircase. It's no. always the, like the slats or whatever. Right. <laughs> um, Dean tries to tase whatever it is, but he misses. So Sam gives Dean his taser and then gets the kids out of the house. So Dean's still looking for the monster, and it pops up from behind some boxes and punches Dean in the face. <laughs> no, don't I know. break his face. <laughs> I need that face to be pretty. 
<laughs> it is so okay. In later episodes, like, this isn't really giving anything away because they fight things all the time. Like, there's a couple times where Dean gets his face pretty bloodied. Yeah. And it's just like, no! <laughs> you, know, like, you can't do that to him! Like, don't do it! Like, there's a couple rash- times where it gets, like, swollen and, like, disfigured yeah. even. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's just like, eyes are, well, like, one of his eyes are swollen shut or whatever. And you're just like, no! <laughs> it's like the greatest loss. <laughs> Screw mom and Jess on the ceiling. Well, okay, we can't so- lose Dean's face. <laughs> I mean, when you put it that way, <laughs> you it's said- maybe not the greatest loss, <laughs> but still. <laughs> uh, I have so- issues with it, okay? Oh, uh, no, I It makes so- me so uncomfortable. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I can't deal with it. <laughs> so Dean flies backwards and drops his taser. Uh, The creature starts approaching him, so Dean crawls into a puddle on the ground, grabs the taser, and zaps the thing, which is also standing in the same puddle. So Zine gets zapped too. Zine? (laughs) Zine gets dapped too. Uh, Uh, And like, he, okay, like back to my story with the water bucket. Like, he is in water with electricity. It is not a good combination. Right. Like, I've been there. It doesn't feel good. <laughs> and it definitely wasn't 100,000 volts. Right. It was only like two or three. That's terrifying, dude. <laughs> I don't like it. Um, so Sam comes running down the stairs and yells, Dean! <laughs> and Dean! Then, and then we get an opening title sequence where it says, Supernatural! <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I mean, we haven't really talked about this before, but they've they've just started doing this in the last couple episodes. I think this is like the third time that they've done like the opening like title sequence, which they do in it in every season, and it changes. So like yeah. each season, like whatever the big bad is, or whatever like the theme of that you know season yeah. is, that's kind of what they change the supernatural mm-hmm. like lettering slash background or whatever too yeah so that yeah so a couple episodes they started it but i just um i don't know why i didn't mention it then but they're doing it yeah and you know have you noticed that this first one is fire i don't think it is fire i I think i think i think it just like stutters around kind of like that ghost shuffle oh no i think fire's a later one maybe well i'll pay attention for the next one now i don't know in the next episode we get a racist truck i just wanted you to know (laughs) what to look forward to (laughs) so back in this episode (laughs) uh, we cut to a hospital sam talks to a doctor that says dean's electrocution triggered a massive heart attack well yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah and um it's left his heart damaged the doctors have done all they can um they can try to keep him comfortable but dean's only got a couple weeks at most maybe a month well he fried himself i mean literally that's what he was going for for the other guy like crisping him yeah totally he crisped himself (laughs) (laughs) he crisped himself i can't even say that crisped (laughs) Crisped himself. I don't know if I even said that right, but it's fine. So Sam goes into Dean's hospital room, and the dude looks rough. He does not look good. He's looking like he's literally on death's door right now. Dean asks Sam if he's ever watched daytime TV. He says, it's terrible. That fabric softener teddy bear. Ooh, I want to hunt that little bitch down. (laughs) That was probably, like... (sighs) The snarky Dean comments. Yeah. I think that, that was a good one. <laughs> I like how he's facing this with snark. I know. Instead like, of, I'm dying. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm going to get my last jabs in while I can. <laughs> yeah. So Dean tells Sam that he's got to leave town without Dean. And Sam's like, I'm not going to leave you here. 
Dean says, you better take care of that car or I swear I'll haunt your ass. <laughs> he is definitely more concerned about the car than himself at this point. <laughs> right. Uh, Sam says he doesn't think that's funny. Uh, he says they still have options. And Dean says, yeah, burial or cream. Cre- I can't say it. Cremation. Cream. I was trying to say creation. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, definitely the opposite. (laughs) Burial or cremation. Wow. Um, Dean says he knows it's not easy, but he's going to die, and Sam can't stop it. And Sammy says, watch me. (laughs) So we cut to Sam calling Daddy Winchester. He leaves a voicemail basically saying that Dean's dying, but not to worry, because the doctors don't know everything that they do, and Sam's going to do whatever it takes to get Dean better. Uh, I'm just going to point out right here that... John does not call him back or show up I know. or anything. I was just about to, like, literally write that down to say later like, yeah. for my thoughts. Because, like, throughout this whole thing, you don't hear a word from him. It's, yeah. like, literally one of, like, the your, your, your son is son dying. that follows you all the time without yeah. question is dying right now. Right. And he, like, doesn't get back to them at all. Yeah. And, like, he's had contact with them so far, so you know that he can do it. Exactly. You know, like, he's not dead. You know? yeah. At least that you know of, you know. But, like, I kept waiting on. for, like, a phone call or something. I know, but nothing. Right? Yeah. Mm-mm. Uh, Sam is in a motel at this point. He hears a knock on the door, and it's Dean, who has checked himself out of the hospital. He says he's not going to die in a hospital where the nurses aren't even hot. <laughs> oh, boy. Here's Dean. <laughs> I'm a little offended about this because because the, like one of the nurses is um, played by an actress who's in a few episodes like much later in the series. I don't even remember what She the- plays um, Hannah. Who I is, don't remember Hannah. I don't want to tell you what Hannah is because yeah. it'll ruin things. Yeah. But she's... I, a, oh, oh, <laughs> wait, yeah. I'm, like, motioning. <laughs> <laughs> she's other... <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> so, I and I think that that actress is very pretty, so... I mean... That kind of pissed me off. Pretty much all the people on Supernatural are pretty. Yeah, (laughs) I know. So Dean can barely walk on his own, so Sam is helping him sit down on a bed. Sam says he's been scouring the internet for the last three days, calling all of Dad's contacts in his journals, looking for a way to help Dean. Uh, One of John's friends, Joshua, called back. Joshua says there's a guy in Nebraska, some sort of specialist. So we cut to Nebraska. They pull into a muddy parking lot, and you see a, like, revival tent... I said that word weird. A revival tent <laughs> and a sign that says the Church of Roy LaGrange, faith healer. So Dean is super pissed, but Sam says this guy is supposed to be the real deal. There's a lot of people in this parking lot headed into the tent. They pass a guy who is protesting to a policeman saying that Roy LaGrange is a fraud. So Dean's still pissed, but Sam says maybe it's time to have a little faith. Dean says he has faith in reality, knowing what's really going on. Sam asks how Dean can be a skeptic with the things that they see every day. Dean says, exactly. We see them. We know they're real. Sam says, if you know evil is out there, how can you not believe good is out there, too? I mean, solid logic. Yeah, for (laughs) real. Agreed. Um, Dean says it's because he's seen what evil's done to good people. Which is just kind of a whole bunch of bullshit, I feel like. But that's fine. Um, a girl turns around and says, maybe God works in mysterious ways. And Dean's like, whoa, hot girl. <laughs> maybe he does. Yeah. He tells her, maybe he does. <laughs> I think you just turned me around on the whole subject. Okay. I just got to say, like, 
dying desperate Dean is a skis ball. Okay. <laughs> like, he's like, this is my last moments and I'm going to make it count. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. And this girl is totally played. Oh, gosh. What's this actress's name? It's going to drive me crazy. She's Darla on Buffy. No, I haven't seen that. And she's, I think, Rita on Dexter. I haven't seen that either. <laughs> oh, man. Well, she's great. <laughs> So, pretty cool to see her in this episode. Um, so, she's like, sure, to Dean's skeeviness. Um, they like, she sees right through. Yeah. They introduce themselves. Her name is Layla. She asks Dean why they're there if Dean's not a believer. And he says, apparently, my brother believes enough for the both of us. <laughs> Layla's mom comes over and says that it's about to start. So, Sam drags Dean up to the front to sit down. And he's sort of helping him walk. But Dean is like, dude, get off me. <laughs> Roy LaGrange starts talking. He says, uh, it's the Lord who does the healing here, the Lord who guides him in choosing who to heal by helping him see into people's hearts. And Dean mutters, or into their wallets. <laughs> but Roy hears this. What a little pill. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I mean, re- even if you don't agree with it, like, still. Like, don't be a douche. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Roy hears him say this. And Dean says he's sorry. And Roy says to watch what you say around a blind man because they got real sharp ears. <laughs> Score one for Pastor Guy. I know. Uh, Roy seems kind of like a cool guy. Yeah. Uh, Roy calls Dean to come up to the stage, and Dean's like, no, go ahead and pick someone else. But Roy says, I didn't pick you, Dean. The Lord did. Also, San is pit. San? Sam yeah. is pissed. You know, he's like, why? You know, don't say that. Don't say that. Yeah, he's go, like, go, 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 go up there. Yeah. That's why we're here. Yeah. <laughs> So Dean goes up to the stage and says to Roy, look, no disrespect, but I'm not exactly a believer. Roy says, you will be. (laughs) And he lifts his hands in the air and puts one on Dean's head. Dean falls to his knees and then collapses. He's unconscious, and Sam runs up. Sam runs up to him. <laughs> Sam he rubs up. <laughs> Sam rubs up to him. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a whole different podcast. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, Sam runs up to him. Uh, then Dean jerks awake. He looks up at Roy and sees an old man next to him. He's got, like, a crazy wrinkled face. <laughs> and then he kind of disappears. The pastor has a pet dead guy. <laughs> right, yeah. It, like, he, like, he like spirit disappears. So, you yeah. know, it's not just, like, some dude. Yeah, not some, like, sketchy dude. You know? Yeah, and his face looks dead. I mean, like, the wrinkles are not... I mean, he's not like, natural. He's, some would say supernatural. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to do this once in a podcast? I'd, I swear. Li- I'd like to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we cut to a doctor's office and, and a doctor comes into the room and tells Dean that according to all their tests, there is nothing wrong with his heart and no sign that there ever was. She said a man Dean's age shouldn't be having heart trouble at all, but it does happen. Just yesterday, a young guy like Dean, age 27, athletic, out of nowhere, had a heart attack. So the doctor leaves, and Dean tells Sam that that's odd. But Sam is like, eh, it's probably just a coincidence. Mm -hmm. I mean, really. I mean, it could be, yeah. Yeah. Dean tells Sam that when he was healed, it just felt wrong. He felt cold, and for a second, he saw an old man who was maybe a spirit. Sam says if it was there, he would have seen it, too, because he's been seeing an awful lot of things lately. What? <laughs> like, I'm sorry, what? Hold on. <laughs> like, that's... What? I mean, he's not wrong, you know? Like, he's been see- having his visions or whatever, but, like, that kind of threw... Throwed? Kind of throwed me <laughs> off. It kind of threw me off because... 
like, I mean, yeah, he's been having visions and seeing things that way, but it's, this is kind of like a I see dead people sort of thing. Right. You know? like, okay. <laughs> what I wanted to say the other night when we were talking about Haley Joel Osmond uh-huh. and The Sixth Sense and how you said you haven't seen that, that's what that's from. Oh, I okay. see dead people. It's from that movie. Oh, okay. That's, I think we, that's like his line. No, we didn't say it. I know because I just like listened to that podcast. No, 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 not that one. But like in an earlier one, didn't mm-hmm. we talk about that? Because they actually like, huh? No. Maybe I'm just thinking. Yeah, he's did. like, it's the little boy. He says, I see dead people to Bruce Willis. Huh. Yeah, okay. We're going to watch it. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so Dean convinces Sam to go uh, check out the heart attack guy while Dean pays a visit to the reverend. So we cut to Roy's house. Dean is telling Roy and his wife that he feels great and he's just trying to make sense of what happened. Uh, Roy's wife says, it's a miracle. <laughs> uh, <and> like the- <laughs> too cheesy like. <laughs> she is like totally like crazy-eyed fanatic. Um, <laughs> she says that miracles happen often around Roy. Uh, Dean asks when the miracles started happening, and Roy says he woke up one morning completely blind. Doctors said he had cancer and gave him a month to live. So Roy and his wife started praying for a miracle. Roy went into a coma, and the doctor said he wouldn't wake up, but then he did, and the cancer was gone. And then he discovered that he could heal people. Coincidence? <laughs> How do you just discover that? Like... Yeah, well, I feel like maybe because, I mean, he was a pastor, it sounded like, before, too. It wasn't just, like, him, you know, discovering this and all of a sudden becoming a pastor. Like, maybe he decided to, like, pray for somebody and they, like, miraculously got healed or something. Like, that's the only thing I could think of is why that would happen like that, you know? But all right, mm. seems weird. <laughs> it, I mean, yes. Or maybe but, his uh, wife was like, "Hey, why don't you try this?" Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's later in the episode. Yeah. But yeah, she's like, "Hey, I had a funny prayer idea. Yeah. Let's try and do this." Yeah. <laughs> so Dean asks Roy why he picked Dean to heal. And Roy says, uh, "The Lord guides him." Roy looked into Dean's heart, and he just stood out from all the rest. Dean asks what Roy saw in his heart, and Roy said, a young man with an important purpose, a job to do, and it isn't finished. I mean, he's not wrong. <laughs> That's, like, crazy to me. Like, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, you're correct. <laughs> yes. Uh, we cut to Sam at a public pool talking to an employee. Um, this is where the heart attack guy died. Uh, the guy says... Um, says the man who died seemed healthy, swam every day, didn't smoke. He said the man was running right before he collapsed, and he was freaking out and said that something was after him. Then Sam notices a clock by the pool that stopped at the exact time Dean was healed, uh, which is the same time that the heart attack dude died. Mm -mm. And we cut to Dean walking out of Roy's house. He runs into Layla and her mom. Roy's wife, whose name is Sue Ann, uh, comes out of the house and tells them that Roy can't see them right now because he's resting. So Layla's mom is begging Sue Ann for Roy to heal Layla, and she says that Roy will just as soon as the Lord allows. Uh, Layla's mom then asks Dean, why are you still even here? You got what you wanted. Layla tells her mom to stop, but Layla's mom is, like, super pissed at Dean. She's a snot. She really is. Yeah, for real. (laughs) Uh, It turns out Layla has an inoperable brain tumor. She's got about six months to live. Layla's mom asks Dean, why do you deserve to live more than my daughter? And Sam just kind of looks at her like, I 
totally don't have an answer for you because I don't Dean? think I do. Did I say who did I yeah, say? Yeah, you said Sam. Oh yeah, <laughs> Dean. Yeah, Dean just looks at her like I I don't know. And maybe you're right. That's I, why I'm here is yeah. to ask. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, I get that she's frustrated or irritated or whatever because mm-hmm. it's like she's obviously wanting to have her daughter get healed right. and whatnot. But like, don't be a bitch about it. I know that's like, not going to be like way? God's not going to be like, oh, sh- you're being a bitch. Okay, let's do this. You know? I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Just I'm okay. <laughs> so many things about this bother me <laughs> because, like, I mean, I grew up in church. I still go to church. You yes. know, like. It's always kind of like the treat others as you would like to be treated and, like, you know, show, like, without getting too, like, preachy about the whole, you know, just, like, show God to others by being a good person to them and, like, you know, just be kind to everybody. Like, how are you, like, if you're wanting to, like, say, like, hey, this is what I think and all that, like, people are going to be, like, if you're being a snot, they're going to be, like, okay. Totally. You You know what? And Layla clearly, um is the same way that you are. You know what I mean? Like, just in her whole interaction throughout the whole thing, like, she shows so much compassion to Dean throughout the whole thing, even when it seems like he's being not quite right to her, I guess. <laughs> I mean, he's you know what I mean? sometimes. Yeah, you know, and so, like, and so I, I kind of feel like Layla probably was brought up the way that you are. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, probably. So, and I her mean, mom is just completely... Like desperate, yeah, desperate. I'm not defending her. She's being a total bitch, but oh yeah, like I mean, here's the thing: is like I get it because she's like so distraught, and it's like the clock is ticking. Yeah, but also like that doesn't you're not dealing with things well. Right, right. (laughs) You need to like find a better way to like okay, this is what's going on, and here's like what I know and what I don't Mm -hmm. know, and so here's how I'm going to deal with it. Not like yeah, okay. (laughs) But it does it does help to show that Dean is like not like he's 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 questioning it too yeah why why do i deserve to live and layla doesn't yeah you know he's questioning it too which is sort of nice to see this is a very serious episode for dean Mm -hmm. this is maybe the first like very serious episode well because it's a life or death episode really i mean yeah yeah so and we cut to sam and dean in their motel room and sam says he put together um a list of everyone roy has healed six people over the last year and cross-checks them with local obituaries. Six people in a year isn't very much, I'm just going to say. Maybe it's February. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you never know. (laughs) It doesn't seem like very much, though. Um, (laughs) um, Every time someone was healed, someone else died, and each time the victim died of the same symptom that Roy was healing. So somehow Roy is trading one life for another. So Sam and Dean are both upset that some guy had to die to save Dean. Uh, Sam particularly looks like he feels super guilty. Yeah, um, I think Dean's, like, mad because he's, like... I mean, Dean is guilty because he's, like, I did this thing and now I'm alive and somebody else isn't. But Sam, I think, is almost more guilty because he's, like, I made you do this thing and you yeah. didn't want to do it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, neither of them knew about it. They could, there's no way they could have known. Yeah. You know? So, um, Sam says that guy probably would have died anyway when Roy healed the next person, which is true... When you think about it. (laughs) Also, when you learn what happens later. Yeah. Yeah. So Sam wants to know how Roy is trading a life for a life. Dean says something else is doing it for him. There's only one thing that can give and take life like that, and that is a reaper. It's our first reaper. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Um, Dean says that it's not the reaper. It's a reaper. Uh, There's reaper lore in every culture on Earth, and they go by hundreds of different names. Uh, So there might be more than one. 
more than one Reaper around anyway. Yeah. Apparently, Reapers stop time, which is why the clock at the pool was stopped. Uh, also, you can only see them when they're coming at you. <laughs> Sketchy! I know. <laughs> That's not terrifying. I mean, it's better than, like, freaking out a ton of people all at once, right? But, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Ugh. I mean, just have one person go crazy instead of, you know, potentially hundreds. Right. So, uh, Dean wants to know how Roy is controlling it. Sam says he noticed a certain kind of cross in the church tent. He pulls out some tarot cards and hands, hands one to Dean that shows the same cross. Sam says tarot dates back to the early Christian era when some priests were still using magic. Uh, some used necromancy and how to push death away and how to cause it. Um, <laughs> that whole explanation seemed weird to me. Yeah. I'm just going to go with like tarot like i don't know he's like equating the cross that was on the tarot card with tarot i mean that's just the illustration on the fucking tarot deck like all of it i don't know i don't know enough about the background of tarot i guess but like i don't know i mean that didn't seem right to me yeah from what it sounded like to me it was just like a here's the symbol and like this is on this and this is also kind of like a reaper thing so maybe they're connected somehow type thing like that's kind of what it seemed like to me yeah but i don't know know. it didn't it didn't I, it just I felt like they were just like here's a whole bunch of things let's put them all together and say they're the same but yeah. I mean they might have done that and that's fine yeah. but I was just confused uh, yeah it is it, it was a bit interesting yeah that one. yeah uh, so Roy is using black magic to bind the Reaper uh, Dean's like okay we gotta go kill Roy no. and Sam's like dude we can't <laughs> like Dean, what? Dean says hey the guy is playing God deciding who lives and dies that's a monster in my book. But Sam says, we're not going to kill a human being. Um, He says they have to break the spell that Roy is using to bind the Reaper. So they go back over to Roy's. He's about to start another service. Dean tells Sam to look for the spell book in Roy's house, and Dean will try to stall another healing from taking place. So the man who was protesting earlier stops Dean and tells him that uh, Roy's a fraud, and Dean says, amen, brother. (laughs) And so does Sam. Yeah. (laughs) They're both like, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You keep spreading the good word. Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) Really, though? (laughs) Yeah. So Sam sneaks into Roy's house and uh, manages to actually find the spell book along with an article about um, a gay teacher who is the guy who died for Dean. We find another article about an abortion activist and another about uh, the man who is just protesting outside of Roy's tent. Mm -hmm. Um, Inside the tent, Dean gets a call from Sam who says that Roy is choosing victims he sees as immoral. His next victim will be the protester in the parking lot. So Sam says he'll find that guy and Dean needs to keep Roy from healing anyone. Because Roy basically has a dog leash around a great white you know like, yeah yeah like, here we go yeah i'm gonna leash this thing and yeah Mm-mm. then uh roy calls layla up to the stage so dean tries to convince layla on her way up there um to not go and get healed but she doesn't listen and i probably wouldn't either no like, you know she's no been proof. waiting forever yeah and she doesn't even like she's like why and this he, is my last hope, dude. Like, yeah. Why would you say and that? She, and she doesn't even get mad at him. She's just like, I'm sorry. And like, goes I up there. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I gotta try. So outside, Sam hears the protester calling for help. And we see him running away from the Reaper. Inside the tent, Dean starts shouting that the tent's on fire. And everyone starts to leave. So Layla does not get healed. Also, you would think that somebody would notice that the tent wasn't on fire. 
I know. Like, <laughs> there's so many people. They'd probably be like, where's the fire? Let's stay away from yeah. it. Not like, we're just going to all, you know. Also, Dean looks totally disgusted with himself for not letting Layla get healed. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is, you know, I don't know. Um, I mean, it's sad because he's like, I want you to get healed because I like you and I think you're a good person, but also right. I can't let you do this because, yeah, like, some, somebody some else is going to die. Dude's going to die. Yeah. yeah. Um, outside, the Reaper is still killing the guy, and Sam and Dean are talking on their cells to each other. Sam says, Roy must not be controlling the Reaper. Um, then Dean notices Sue Ann in the corner of the tent with her back turned. She is praying in Latin. Sue Ann, you sneaky snot. I know, right? <laughs> I only know that she is praying and not just chanting because the subtitles told me so. Yeah. So, <laughs> just want to throw that out the there. The Bible told <laughs> me so. Have you heard that song? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Except for the <laughs> subtitles told me so. Anyways. <laughs> um, I'm not proud of that No, moment. no. I think that was wonderful. <laughs> um, Dean turns Sue Ann around and sees that she's clutching that weird cross on her necklace. She starts screaming for help and a cop grabs Dean. Uh, outside you see the Reaper stop killing the protester. <laughs> you know, like, oh, I guess I can leave you alone now. Yeah. So the cops uh, drag Dean outside, and Sue Ann says she's very disappointed with Dean. Uh, she's not going to press charges because the Lord will deal with Dean as he sees fit. And also, at that point, I just feel disgusted with her. I know. You know she's like, like just, bitch, you're next. It's like, you know what? Yeah. And, like, the whole patronizing, like, oh, yeah. I'm just, just disappointed in you. I'm disappointed in you. Yeah. Like, Oof. this is your fault! You know, like... For, <laughs> so, the cops tell Dean not to come back or they will put the fear of God in him. Then Dean runs into Layla and she's like, why would you do that to me? <sighs> Actually, she says it way nicer than that. <laughs> but um, Dean says he's sorry, but Roy is not the answer. She starts to walk away and then says, I wish you luck. I really do. Dean says, same to you. And she's walking away... Uh, out of earshot, Dean says, you deserve it a lot more than me. He likes her. And not, like, in a sketchy way. You no, know? He, like, he, like, like likes her and yeah. just, like, plain likes her. Yeah. 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 And, like, she handles things. So I, I really love Layla, like, because she just handles everything so well right. throughout this whole episode. Like, she is just a good person. Yeah. She's just totally full of compassion. And I just, I, yeah. Um, then we see Roy telling Layla's mom that he'll heal Layla in a private session that evening so there won't be any interruptions. Um, back in their motel room, Sam says that Roy really believes. He doesn't have any idea what his wife is doing. So um, Sam shows Dean the spell book he found. He says um, in ancient... Mm, that doesn't sound right. Uh, let's see. He says it's ancient. It's ancient, not in ancient. All right. Woo! My note-taking is awesome. Uh, he says it's ancient. It's written by a priest who went dark side. He says there's a binding spell inside for trapping a reaper. Apparently, you have to build a black altar with seriously dark stuff like bones and human blood. Ugh. That sounds messy. That sounds nasty. <laughs> At the very least, sticky. Oh. <laughs> You. <laughs> uh, Dean says that Sue Ann uh, must have been desperate because her husband was dying. She'd have done anything to save him. Uh, she was using the spell to keep the Reaper away from Roy. 
to cheat death, but Roy is still alive, and now she's using the Reaper to kill the people she thinks are immoral. She's totally pulling one over on him. And, like, I'll bet you if Roy knew any of this, he would be like, I can't do this. Oh, of course, yeah. So she's totally using him, too. It's not over, it's not just that she's, like, tricking him and doing something good. Like, I mean, she's, yeah, ugh. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All of it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Dean says uh, Sue Ann had that cross around her neck, and then when she dropped it, the Reaper backed off the protester. So they need to find the cross and destroy the Black Altar to break the binding spell. Dean says um, they got to do it before Roy's before Roy heals Layla tonight. So they pull back up to Roy's house. Uh, Dean is having second thoughts because he doesn't want Layla to die. But Sam is like, dude, you can't play God. Mm-mm. So they split up. Sam goes to find uh, Sue Ann inside her house while Dean distracts the cops. So, <laughs> By running around. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know, again, I put the fear of God in me. You know, right. Like, what a little, he's like totally taunting. Them. I know. <laughs> it's kind of funny. <laughs> the cops get all excited when know, they start like, chasing Oh, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> So Sam breaks into the cellar and finds the black altar. It's covered in total fucking grossness. It's like blood and teeth and bones and like a picture of Dean. <laughs> of Not course. Good. Yeah. Um, Sue Ann catches him and says, I gave your brother life and I can take it away. So Sam destroys the altar and then Sue Ann locks him in the cellar. Also not good. <laughs> no. Um, inside the tent, Roy starts to heal Layla. Outside, Dean notices uh, some of the lights going out, and then the Reaper has him. Uh, Sue Ann is, like, Latin chanting her heart out. (laughs) (laughs) Like, really going with it, going at it with a vengeance. Yeah. (laughs) So Layla and Dean uh, both fall to their knees, and we see that Dean's eyes have gone all cloudy. Which is strange to me. Like, with the, you know, the jogger lady on the path and, you know, all that sort Mm -hmm. of stuff, like... Why do their... It, it's just kind of weird to me. It's like, why do their eyes go white? Because I thought at first it was like, oh, you know, some blind guy, and so she's going to, like, go blind when she dies or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, oh, no, this is what happens to everybody. It's a very strange occurrence. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know I either. got nothing. I got no answers. <laughs> Except that it looks cool. I mean, yeah. It's, like, probably the only way other than, like, their skin changing color, like, they're clearly dying. Yeah. You can tell that they're dying, you know? Yeah. So, um... Then Sam grabs a cross away from Sue Ann and smashes it on the ground, and a bunch of blood leaks out. Which is disgusting, by the way. Like, how long has that been in there? Also, like, how did she get it in yeah, there? Yeah, whose blood is it? Yeah. Like, yeah. Ugh. Um, the Reaper lets go of Dean, and Roy lets go, of Le- lets go of Layla and says, I don't understand. Layla says she doesn't feel any different. Then the Reaper comes for Sue Ann and kills her and smiles. <laughs> the doggy bites back because yeah. he doesn't like being chained. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like, I mean, I realize he's not, like, bound anymore, but, like, he could have killed Sue Ann and, like, cured Layla. <laughs> you With know the, what I mean? The did, Reaper. Oh, yeah. I know. He wasn't bound to do it anymore. And he's a Reaper, so that's not, like, the natural don't care about way. That sort of thing. You yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Dean says, we did the right thing, didn't we? And Sam says, of course we did. Dean says it doesn't feel like it. Um, so sad. Yeah. Ugh. Dean just feels fucking awful. Yeah. Yeah. Then Layla knocks on the door and comes in. Uh, Sam had called her so Dean could say goodbye. They're in the motel room at this point. I don't remember if I said that or not. 
Oh, yeah. When they're back. Well, I don't know if you said it or not. But yeah. That's just where my brain went to. Yeah. Yeah. They're back in the motel room. And Dina's like, ha- like, you know, questioning everything they've done. Um, and Layla knocks on the door and Sam had called her so that Dean could say goodbye. And Sam, like, leaves them alone. It's so nice of him. I know. Also really sad. It's sad. Yeah. Uh, Dean tells her that he's sorry that Roy couldn't heal her. Um, she says that Sue Ann died of a stroke. A reaper stroke. Yeah, I know, right? That's some weird yeah. stroke. <laughs> um, Layla says that she's okay, really. She says, I guess if you're going to have faith, you can't just have it when the miracles happen. You have to have it when they don't. Dean is, like, about to cry. Because he's like, I like you. Yeah. <laughs> she, like, puts her hand on his head and, like, strokes his hair. I know. She's the one dying, and she's comforting him. Exactly. You know? Like, she's just like, okay, I've accepted this. And he's just like, I can't. And she's like, they're there, you know? Like, yeah. So she <laughs> says goodbye, and he says, I'm not much of the praying type, but I'm going to pray for you. And she says, well, there's a miracle right there. And then leaves. Poor Layla. I know. And credits. <laughs> okay, my thoughts. Okay. <laughs> so, I I really like this episode because, like, Dean, you can see the beginning of Dean's soft side. You oh, know, yeah. Like, and he's not, <laughs> you just get a total different side of him, whether it's, you know, soft or not. You know, mm-hmm. like, it's just, like, a different part of his character. It's really good character development. And, like, yeah. you can tell that he actually cares about, you know, like, not just in a weird, creepy way like right. he does for waitresses and whatnot, but, like, mm-hmm. he actually cares about her and is, like, this, like, he would be a friend to her sort of thing. Right. Um, which brings me to when the Reaper was going after him, he didn't even try and run. No, he didn't. I think he was trying to, like, honestly, in my mind, I think he might have been trying to save her. Like, maybe it'll kill me fast enough so she can get saved before... Yeah, you know, Sam figures it out. I didn't really think that. I mean, I didn't have that thought, but you're totally right. He wasn't running away. Yeah, he didn't even try. He was just yeah. like, okay, here it is. And you he's know? probably thinking like, hey, like, I got electrocuted. I'm supposed to be dead. I'm supposed to be dead anyways. Like, it Let's doesn't save it, her because yeah. I like her. Yeah. yeah. So that was super sweet. I liked Aww. that. I mean, it was super sad, but it was super sweet at the same time. Yeah. But. Yeah. Also, poor Layla. Just poor Layla. And you never hear anything about Layla ever again. So no. we can all just assume that since the season or since the show is gone for almost 14 <laughs> seasons now that she's dead. Yeah. Like cuz she wasn't supposed to have very long anyway, so Yeah, she was supposed to have like 13, 6 months. Yeah. If, if they're into season 13, that's years later, like she's not around anymore, mm-hmm. so but <sighs> Yeah. Do you have any thoughts? <laughs> I just have like sad depressing thoughts. <laughs> That's really it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. So when or uh, what's your favorite moment from this one? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. Gosh. Golly gee. <laughs> Golly gee whiz, Mr. Golly gee. Mister. Um. I. You know. I'm just gonna go as sad as I can go, and I'm gonna say the end there when she's like yeah. comforting him, mm-hmm. you know. And I kind of thought that maybe she was gonna like kiss him because that was a pretty like tender touch, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And he just looks like down in the dumps, about yeah. to cry, like he's not doing so. You hot. know, and she doesn't know that he made these decisions that affected her life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? She has, I mean, she has no idea that there there was a reaper involved mm-hmm. and that you know yeah. he stopped it and that she could have been saved. 
script, but mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And I don't know. It was just, it was very sweet. It was sad goodbye. Mm-hmm. I, I cried because <laughs> I do that about everything. <laughs> but yeah, that was my favorite. It was good. So I think my favorite moment is kind of along those lines when um, Layla said, you can't just have faith when the miracles happen. You also have to have it when they don't. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that was my favorite thing, which is, you know, along the end when like yeah. basically in the middle of your favorite moment right right <laughs> but yeah I think it was just like a good I don't know maybe I like that moment so much because it's like a good reminder for me like mm-hmm. I, I let you know you can't just have faith when you know things are going well you have to have it when things are going crappy too and that's how you like you know that's how you should be going through your life like you know Mm -hmm. this is happening but it's happening for a reason and I may not know what this reason is but I have to just be okay with it you know like yeah that's I don't know I liked it it was a good reminder for me yeah but um yeah now that we're done with that sadness (laughs) I feel so uh, bad I know I'm just like oh this one kills me a little bit (laughs) um some of our interesting facts for this one. Um, this is Eric Kripke's favorite episode of the first You said season. his name right! I know! I, I was, tried really hard to. I'm so proud of did you. Did you hear how slow I said that to say yeah. it right? <laughs> yes, I did. And I saw you, like, head nodding through like, the syllables. I'm gonna, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say this right! Darn it! Okay, what about Eric Kripke? Because I totally cut you off. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's so good. His It's his favorite episode of this first season. Oh, well, it's a great fucking episode. It is! And it's, like, the first, like, really, truly... I mean, for me, anyways, the first, like truly emotional one like there's been emotional parts in the different you know but this whole thing like from start to finish is just a pretty emotional one yeah you know and like all of the emotion that we've really seen so far have been like kind of rage emotions yeah you know there haven't really been like this not like like, compassion and serious yeah Yeah. serious stuff Mm -hmm. yeah um so a funny fact is that at the beginning of the episode when Dean's in the hospital, he says that daytime TV sucks, which is great because Jensen Ackles got his first real break on the daytime TV uh, soap opera show Days of Our Lives. Yeah. So he's like, daytime TV sucks. And it's like, but Jensen, you know, yeah. like, come on. You yeah. wouldn't be right here without it. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 it was funny. I kind of wonder, like, I mean, they've said before that they don't, like, really pick their lines, so it's kind of funny to, like... Oh, yeah, that the writers did that. That the writers did that for him, and he probably thought it was funny. Yeah. <laughs> but, or maybe he didn't. I don't know. I think he did. I think he probably did. Yeah. <laughs> um... So this episode was filmed in constant rain, so most of the vehicles had to be towed because they kept getting stuck in the mud. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> That'd be terrible. Yeah. That'd be so terrible. Like, okay, and cut, and let's get out of here. And everybody's like, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> like, just I, or any time, like, the car had to be moved, it was just like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Probably, like, tow line going, yeah. Yeah. Um, so this episode reveals that Dean is 27. Oh. Which... Which, and he's, what, four years older than Sam? I think so. Around there, so. Because he was four when Dean was a baby. So, yeah. So, he's 23. Sammy's, like, 23. Yeah. 22, 23, something mm-hmm. like that. Okay. Um, huh. <laughs> so, Sam uses a fake credit card issued in the name of David Berkowitz. Mm-hmm. Um, David Berkowitz is the name of a serial killer known as Son of Sam or 44 Caliber Killer. Yeah. So is that from, like, a show, or is that, like, a legit serial killer? That's a legit serial killer. Okay. <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah. Um, kind, 
Interesting. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Sam, you see in some other episodes later, this is not a spoiler, but he kind of is like fascinated by serial killers. Mm-hmm. Not in like a creepy, like criminal minds kind of way, <laughs> but like he's, he like has some like, like, you know how Dean has a lot of like pop culture knowledge? Mm-hmm. Sam's got serial killer knowledge. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so some of our research um, for this, uh, I kind of looked up faith healing just to see what I could find and all Mm -hmm. that sort of stuff, because, like, you know, I've grown up in church and I've heard about some kind of stuff like that, but you never know if it's, like, legit or, you know, if it's just some people that are trying to get money off of people. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, uh, you know. Yeah. Um, So... It's basic, faith healing is basically, like, a practice of prayer, especially while you're, like, laying your hands on the person or something, um, and laying on the, hand, laying your hands on the person that you want to heal, mm-hmm. um, and some believe that it can heal through divine intervention. It's kind of, like, I was looking up different, I'm like, okay, so what are some, like, well-known faith healers or whatever, yeah. and, like, the one that was, quote-unquote, like, the world's most famous faith healer or whatever I was kind of reading about him and I'm like okay like (laughs) he charges like what is it 17.50 like not 17 dollars and 50 cents like $1,750 per treatment and he like you know sells his little medicinal herbs and all these different things and it's kind of like okay like I mean, at that point, it's like, eh, I don't know, you know, and then you hear, like, I mean, at least from the ones that that these people that had written this article had followed up with some of the people that he had supposedly healed or whatever, and, you know, there's, like, this lady, I guess, who has MS, but she's still in her wheelchair, you know, this kid Mm -hmm. who's autistic that is still having the, like, you know, kind of tantrum sort of things, and it's like, "Uh, I don't know if he did... Yeah, like, yeah. You know, it's just kind of the whole thing, and that's pretty much for all of the faith healers, quote unquote, that I tried to like find. Um, they all, nobody's really convinced. You know, like, yeah. It's not like a, oh yeah, this happened, and like for sure this person is better. I mean, I'm sure there's probably some out there, maybe, and there might be some legit faith healers. Mm-hmm. I don't know enough about it to like say whether I believe it's a thing or not. You know, right, right, yeah. But like. It's just kind of interesting. Like, it's mostly skepticism. Yeah. Most of it. Um, I see. But, so, that was kind of like a dead end as far as research goes because Mm -hmm. (laughs) it was really hard to find any, like, like solid anything. Right, right. Um, So, I went into Reapers instead. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (sighs) So, without giving away any spoilers... The people that have seen up through, like, season... I don't even know what season it is, but... We're going to start season 14 yeah. shortly. Yeah. But it, for the people that are caught up, you've definitely, like... This is going to... You're going to know what I'm talking about, but it's not going to give anything away, necessarily. Oh, I see. Okay. So, um, it's kind of like just how... So, I'm just on Wikipedia, okay. basically. Yeah. <laughs> um... But just how they word some of these things, it's like, did Supernatural just take things straight from this page? I think they did. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, I'm cool with it if they did. I know. Yeah. I'm cool with it if they did, too. You mm-hmm. know? But, um, yeah. So, 
Uh, Wikipedia says that death, due to its prominent place in human culture, is frequently imagined as a personified force, also known as the Grim Reaper. Mm-hmm. Um, some so, of the- death, like, as a horseman? Like a, you know what I mean? Like one of the four horsemen? No. Okay. I mean, we get into that later with the show, but it's like death is ju- death is considered the Grim Reaper. Okay. So, which is kind of... Okay. For later on. Well, I, well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't trying but, to, like, talk about the show. Oh, no, no, that, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But, yeah, no. So, they, basically, they just say death is, like, personified as the Grim Reaper. Okay. That's, that's pretty much it. Um, so, he's often personified, well, death is often personified in a male form, um, but certain cultures believe that death is perceived as a female. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's so many stories. I mean, literally, I'm looking it up and how they said in the show, like, every culture has their reaper type thing. Like, mm-hmm. literally everyone. I'm going through going, oh, my gosh. You know, I'm looking at all this stuff going, pretty much every culture wow. has a reaper of some variety. Or maybe not a reaper, but, like, you know, a god of death or some sort of, you know, somebody tied to death, basically. Yeah. Um, so... This one is what's going to get the people <laughs> okay. that really want, that have watched all of Supernatural. Um, so this is, they're talking about in Jewish um, tradition, they refer to death as the angel of dark and light. Um, and there's also a reference to Abaddon, the destroyer, quote unquote, an angel who is known as the angel of the abyss. Whoa, cool. <laughs> All of our Supernatural fans out there that are, you know, caught up, just just think about that for a second. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I'm asking. Just, like, <laughs> just think about that for a second. And in Talmudic lore, I think I said that right. I'm not sure. Okay. Um, he is characterized as the Archangel Michael. Huh. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, which is, you know. Interesting. Interesting. (laughs) I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about it either. Like, this is definitely like, okay, Supernatural, like, the writers looked at this. Yeah. (laughs) They definitely did. There's no way they didn't. Um, So, in Jewish, in Judaism, so Jewish culture, Mm -hmm. um, they talk about the angel of death and how he was created by God on the first day. Um... He has 12 wings, apparently. Wow. Um, over all people, I have surrendered thee to power, said God to the angel of death. So this must be coming from, like, some sort of Jewish, like, book. Uh, like, I don't know if it would be, like, their Bible, the Torah, if it's, like, coming from that or mm-hmm. what. Um, but, yeah, it's definitely, it kind of, like, goes into describing how he looks and stuff is oof, you know, soul escapes through the mouth. What? (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) What? (laughs) Um, One of, or of the four Jewish methods of execution, three are named in connection with the angel of death. Um, Burning by pouring hot lead down the victim's throat. Oh Oh my God. Slaughtering by beheading and throttling, whichever, whatever throttling means. (laughs) That's like, like, it's like shaking shaking you to death. Shaking them to death. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) That's a lot of shaking. It was very rude to me. Okay. So another, you know, supernatural kind of like fun, you know, whatever. Um, So there are six angels of death, Gabriel over kings, uh, like Gabriel the angel over kings. Mm -hmm. Um, 
Capsial over use mash beer over animals mashit over children af and hema over man and beast. I probably slaughtered all of those, and <sighs> I'm sorry <laughs> if I did. I'm pretty sure I probably That's did. That's okay. So for it's all right. for our Jewish friends out there, I tried. Yeah, <laughs> I'm really trying, <laughs> but it's just yeah. Wow. Um. But yeah, there's all sorts of different, I mean, Catholicism has their angel of death. Um, Michael is viewed as a good angel of death, hmm. as opposed to Samael, the controversial angel of death. Um, there's just so many. And they actually kind of go into the four, four horsemen. Death is one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse portrayed in the book of Revelation. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, every culture has their thing um popular culture some films that reapers have been in the ones that (laughs) i mean i've really never heard of any of these and they're uh, i mean there's harry potter and the deathly hallows yeah hellboy 2 (laughs) um both Uh, hellboy movies are fucking gold (laughs) monty python's the meaning of life (laughs) which i feel like would be hilarious yeah um the sandman i've heard of that one but i've never seen it Mm -hmm. um Sandman's a comic book, yeah. Okay. Um, or a graphic novel. Uh, for some TV shows, the Grim Reaper or Death or whatever is mentioned in Family Guy. Um, I don't American watch that, Horror no. Story. Mm-hmm. Um, Adventure Time, which I've heard of, but I have no idea what it is. <laughs> oh, my God. That's a great show, but I've literally never seen it sober. Red Dwarf. So, um, yeah. Why don't I remember that episode? Okay, now I gotta go just, watch Oliver Dorf again. <laughs> totally prob- fine with that. They probably just, like, mentioned a Grim Reaper or something. It's, like, in, you know... My guess is it's just, like, anything that's mentioned the Grim Reaper in here. I don't think so. Um, I don't know. I seem to... I'm gonna watch it all again and get back to you. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> um, SNL, The Simpsons, South Park, and, of course, Supernatural, and Twilight Zone. Oh, yeah. Cool. Um... But yeah, and there's all sorts of different like books, games, liter you know, any sort of literature it looks like, not just books. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that is kind of what I know of Reapers or what I found <laughs> about awesome. Reapers. Kind of fun. You know, Wikipedia sometimes is a dark hole that you go down and you find some interesting stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, sometimes it can it can be a little bit much, but <laughs> it That's all right, yeah. That's pretty cool. So, idiot mascot moments. <laughs> oh, mine is short and stupid. Um, wow. I'm like... <laughs> so, I've seen a lot of commercials recently. And um, one in particular, um, I think it was always showing up on uh, possibly Hulu. But um, it's a Liberty Mutual insurance <laughs> They are not sponsoring us. I am not giving them a shout out. <laughs> okay, okay. This is just a moment that we've this had. Is, this this is my idiot moment. Um, you know, seeing this different commercials, different Liberty Mutual commercials over and over and over, I started to think, man, why is there always a statue of the Statue of Liberty in the background of these commercials? And you know what? It finally hit me, folks. <laughs> I finally got it. (laughs) 
So, uh, <laughs> the Statue of Liberty, Liberty Mutual. Right, right. I made that connection eventually. And I guess I should just be proud of the fact that I got there, but it took a long time. <laughs> I'm not proud of myself, but, uh, that's, uh, that's my moment. What about you? <laughs> Let's just move right along for my stupidity. So, I gotta say, this one is pretty embarrassing for me. Oh, good. Like, not that I did anything wrong, per se. Like, I just, I mean, not that I did anything wrong. I shouldn't even say per se. I didn't do anything wrong. Right, okay. <laughs> it's just really embarrassing for me. Oh, I need to hear. <laughs> so, mm, I was at Chris's house, and, um... I'm sitting there, like, Chris is in the bathroom, and he texts me, and usually when he texts me and he's in the bathroom, he's going on about, like, something you found on Facebook, or, like, here's a funny picture that I found while I'm sitting here, sort of thing. Right. (laughs) And so I didn't read the text. All of a sudden, I hear this knock on the door, right? And I'm like, I'm in my pajamas, you know? Mm -hmm. So, like, I'm totally decent, but I'm still, like, in my pajamas, so I'm like, I don't want to answer the door. I don't know who it is. You know, like, what's going on? Right. And so I, like, try and creep my way to the bathroom door as quiet as I can so, like, nobody knows that I'm there, right? (laughs) And I'm, like, knocking on the door going, Chris! Chris, there's somebody at the door! You know, and he's like, did you not read your text messages? I'm like, no! You know, (laughs) why would I do that? And he's like, it's... He's like, it's my dad. Go put on pants. And I'm like, no, don't say that. Like, it's not like I'm not clothed, you know, like whatever. But it's just like him, like, quick, go do this, you know. And I'm like, just change out your pajamas because I know you're not going to want to, you know, be. I'm like, okay, whatever, you know. And so (laughs) I'm like, okay. I didn't really think anything of it. And I'm like, well, good thing I didn't answer the door, you know. And so I go into the bathroom after he's out, you know, mm-hmm. and, you know, I'm changing into jeans or whatever. And so I come out and I'm, you know, like, oh, hey, how's it going? Whatever. And Chris's dad is like super awkward about this whole thing. I mean, OK, I shouldn't say super awkward, but you can tell that it was like he a was a bit awkward for more awkward than normal. Like, I wouldn't say he's like normally an awkward person. He's just kind of like quieter you know like and so he but it was kind of that that moment was kind of awkward and I wasn't really sure why and I'm like what the heck is going on you know yeah and so after he leaves I'm like okay you know whatever because he had come to pick up like a flash drive or something for because Chris has this drone that he was taking footage of um his parents' property in California when we were down there for his cousin's wedding and so Mm -hmm. he's like hey can I have the footage I'm gonna drop by and grab the little card or whatever yeah I'm like okay so he leaves and I was like is it just me like to Chris I'm like is it just me or was this a little bit awkward like I I don't like I feel like maybe it wasn't but maybe it was and he's like so here's the thing because when he had sent me the text to he's like hey my dad's coming over go put on pants yeah (laughs) right okay okay he sent it to his dad Oh no! <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> oh, which that's horrible. Would make it. I mean, to me, like if somebody sent me that about somebody else, I would think instantly like something no good is happening. You know? Well, yeah, of course. Like, Hanky panky is occurring. Yeah. I'm thinking, like no, I was just hanging out in my pajamas while we were watching Big Bang Theory. Like, <laughs> what? You know? So I'm like. What did you do? You know, like, that's so awful. And that's why it was awkward. You know, like, <laughs> oh my gosh! And he's like laughing about this, and I'm like, it's not funny. You know, like, it 
you know, and it's like, I don't know why it was so embarrassing because it's not like I was doing anything wrong or we were doing anything wrong or, right. you know, whatever, you right. know, it was just like hanging out in my PJs, but like, oh my god, oh my gosh, and so he kind of apparently, he was like, okay, you know, like, he kind of explained it, he's like, oh, she was just in her pajamas, it was like, hey, go change or whatever, and like, in a weird, like, he just didn't, he should have just said, hey, go change, or whatever, right. like, <laughs> Not go put on pants. Go put on pants. I mean, that implies that you definitely are not wearing pants. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, oh, no. (laughs) This is so awkward. And, like, I'm sitting there going, oh, man. I mean, he kind of, like, explained it. But still, like, the fact that that happened, I was just mortified. And I was mad. I was like, are you kidding me right now? (laughs) You jerk. Why did you do that? And he's like, well, it was an accident. But he's, like, laughing at it. And I'm like. I think that is the best story ever. Oh, it's not, though. It totally is. I feel like at some point I will be able to look back on this and laugh. But for now, I'm like, I mean, you can see my face. I I feel like I'm bright right right now just talking about it. You look crazy right now. (laughs) Okay? I'm not You've got that vein in your forehead out again. (laughs) I can't. I just can't deal with it. I would definitely call you flushed right now. It was so embarrassing. It was so embarrassing. And it's like, I, I really don't have a reason to be embarrassed, but just like the perception of that, you know, is yeah. just like, oh, to me, like, right. I didn't do anything wrong, I swear. Like, <laughs> please don't think of me in this way. You know, like, oh, you're fine. I sure hope so. You're fine. And I'm sure he explained it to, your, your, to his dad. And you know what? You guys are fucking engaged. Like, it's fine. <laughs> you know, like, it's fine, I guess. Like... I don't know. It's just like an awkward situation all around. That would be awkward for anybody. <laughs> Even in like not innocent moments. You know what I mean? That would be like, awkward for anybody. So Religious or not. Like yeah. that whole that adds a whole nother like right. thing to it. Like right. I swear I didn't do it. You know? Yeah. But also <laughs> I mean really <laughs> You know what I mean though? Like <laughs> I do know what you mean. (laughs) But, like, even if you weren't religious, that would be awkward because it's like, um, I don't need you to think that right now. Right. Right. (sighs) It's okay. It was too much. I, like, was, like, steamed about this for, like, a good, like, it took me, like, a good half hour to just, like, calm down, you know? I was like, why? (laughs) I kind of hulked out a little bit, I think. This is like, whoa, calm down. I'm like, I can't. You know what? <laughs> he still wants to marry you. He needs to see you in those Hulk moments. It's I know. okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's okay. But also... <laughs> <sighs> okay, I'm fine. Okay. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. <laughs> Anyways... <laughs> Well, thank you so much <laughs> for listening to our podcast. You can email us at idgitsandaspetspodcast at gmail.com. The word and is spelled out. Or visit our Facebook page, Idgits and Aspets, a supernatural podcast. Thanks again. Thank you. Change into those pants. <laughs> too soon. Too soon. <laughs> uh.